showed me that they had sex oh. in the basement with in front with of a dead dad. body. Oh my god! So disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know you have to have zero standards in order to get a gill in the first place, but that's just—I mean, that's like a new low. Welcome to the Story Thinker, a webtoons and Witcher podcast for super fans with scene by scene analysis, featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture. We dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support the Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Midnight Populant, episode 112. And today we are with Mem and Sakura. Hi. And thank you for joining. And thank you, Mem, for joining. Um, no. Anytime. Yeah, I think I always think it's fun to see like where everyone is. So, and I've definitely traveled and done the podcast too. So, yeah. All right. So, we, um, this episode answers the question that we all had, which was, how did Louis fake being dead? <laughs> so, was was this satisfying for you to learn the answer? So, I'm sorry, one more time. Was it satisfying to learn like how this played out that Louise played dead? Go ahead. Um, so pretty much I think this, um, I guess everybody, not everybody would be lucky, but I would say that that was some sort of like, um, her lucky, um, her day, I, I would say, because she, I feel like, you know, you know, but you know, like I, I like how you're defining like her worst day in her life. Is like now she's lucky because she managed to fool her husband who tried to kill her that she's dead. <laughs> it's like very relative. I think that she like was so smart though the way she played it as much as she did, like that like just some of the stuff that she that she did in order to like fake being dead man that would have been hard and, and like I feel like she I feel like she's way smart you know what I mean like despite being married to that um anyway but like she she's got like she's got her wits about her she has you know uh I feel like being able to think of that kind of stuff under that kind of pressure I feel is a talent mm-hmm. yeah and actually she says something very insightful about their marriage so yes, yeah, so let's get into it. So, okay, so we have here Gil. He's kicking the body bag, and he's just like, "Oh my god, he's horrible, stupid bitch! Look at the mess you got me into." Wow, she she is the one who got him into it. Wow, this is just narcissist, abusive man one hundred and one. He's like gaslighting her even when he thinks she's dead. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. And he's on the phone and he's like, Patrick, it's Sean. And then we see Shark in the back. He's like, Shane, the code name's Shane. And he continues, Shane, uh, Shane, yes, it's ready. Collection this Thursday, it's in a body bag. You won't miss it. Out at sea, yeah, sure. Just do a clean job. And what did we learn from this short little interaction? <clears throat> you guys remember last time we had Shane was mentioned? It was a long, 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 long time ago. Sure. Yeah, it was a yeah it was a long time ago I could I I didn't notice 
that because it's been so long and uh until somebody mentioned it in the Facebook group and I was like yes I I also remember because I I for the quiz that I did I I reread like some episodes so I reread that and I was like oh my god it's Shane so Shane was the guy who um was hired no sorry the guy who hired the the white-haired guy to break into Goliath's apartment. And then Torah caught him there, brought him to Vincent. This was in episode five. And then Vincent slit his throat. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that was, so and we never heard about the Shane guy again. We just know that he was hired, this kid. Now we see. So it seems as though Shane is like a code word for whenever they have like some dirty work that has to get done, they just use the word Shane. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So what, what do you think that means? Is that is it, you think Shark sent this kid to search Goliath's apartment? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think that was him. Or actually, I don't know. Maybe it could have been Gil, but he seems uncomfortable with the code name. Sorry, I'm so sorry, but um, he seems like uncomfortable with the code name. So I don't feel like it would have been him. I think that it would be Shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a feel, yeah, it's weird. Like we were introduced to the shark at the beginning and now it seems he's way more involved than we realized he was. Then yeah. again, um, how long has it been since then? Like in Midnight Popular time for us, it's been like, what, how long? But, you know, Midnight Popular time is what, maybe a couple weeks, a week? Uh, like a, two, a, a month? A two, a maybe. I don't know. <laughs> then you have to think about it. <laughs> so, so, I mean... So is Shane trying to get the notebook? That's what is that what it sounds right? Because back that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Does he know that Gil has the notebook now? What do you think? Gil not. So are they like intercoursing? But is Gil still keeping secrets from his lover? (laughs) That's what I. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I would say yeah. There was actually a secret there because I. A lot mentions to Gil and uh, Sakura. I it's hard to hear what you're saying. It's like a lot of it's cutting out. I don't, yeah. I don't want, but sorry. Okay. Can you hear me now? So far, so good. Yeah, I, yep. so I would say that was um, Gil. I feel like he was pretty shady from the beginning. So you know, I feel he wouldn't. Or because since he has intentions, of course, mm-hmm. all about the notebook. I guess he knows about it after that. So probably they were linking somewhere too deep, too deep, like um, like investigation, and basically go go to sorry, go through his goals to get the. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of theory into it. Some people say they, he doesn't have the notebook. Some people say he does, but. Overall, I would say that, yeah, he was trying, he's trying to get murdered with the North. What do you think? Sure. What do you think uh, Shark is, Gil is keeping secrets from Shark? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of almost feel like maybe they were working together to find it, but at the same time, it's just as plausible that he is using Gil because he knows that he has it. I don't, it's yeah, I past him. I, I, I don't with someone to get them to give you their secrets. 
Yeah. That is, that's really putting yourself out there, though, just to sleep with this person, just to get a notebook. I feel like that, I mean, you know, classic honeypot situation, but like, God, <laughs> to really put yourself with Gil, I feel is, a, I mean, he's really dedicated to getting that notebook. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I was very valuable. All right, so he's on the phone and he's like, worried? I'm not worried. You don't need to know who I'm with. Just call me when you get clicked. So he's like, oh, obviously they asked him who he was with and he didn't want to say anything. And they hung up on him. He's like, hello. And at the same time, the dinosaur is over there and he doesn't even notice it. Ugh, jerk. Yes. Like oh it God. just tells you so much about him. It's so symbolic that like this guy doesn't know about his baby. He, and even if he did know about him, he'd step all over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he just does not care like classic narcissist does not care about anybody other than himself oh yeah especially they have a lot of lack of empathy here. yeah mm-hmm. and he's like he hung up on me dickhead so he gets offended by others and now um um what's it called shark is staring at his phone and and he said should i tell him to check it again what does that mean what does he want to check sounds like there's something more going on that we just don't know yet that's a check um i maybe it seems like he's saying it off to himself so maybe he's saying like check and make sure the guy's gonna be there i don't know or maybe to check the dead body to make sure she's still oh, dead. Yes. Whoops. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's. Oh, I'm sorry. That, that's right. That's what it is. Yeah. And um, now he asks him, like, where to? I'll give you a list. Says, in your car, tourist. I'll get a cab after you leave. We don't know if anyone's in the vicinity. They don't want to be seen together. And then maybe to, you know, shark back to himself. He's like, nah, amateurs. Basically decides not to check. Louise. Um, mm-hmm. Then he's like, oh, bro. Gil's like, oh, let's go. This place is creeping me out. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's, he's it's just like, so icky. Like, major icks, you know? Yep. And Shark's like, now you're creeped out? As I'm like, you weren't creeped out before when you were killing your wife, but okay. Uh, I didn't like the thrill. Oh my gosh! And does that mean that they had sex uh, in the basement with in front with of a dead room? body? Oh my god! So disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know you have to have zero standards in order to get a gill in the first place, but that's just—I mean, that's like a new low. Oh <laughs> Wow. Well, yeah, Lily is doing her best. It's the worst. And he's like, oh, I approach you. And Gil's like, yeah, but I don't appreciate your taunts very much. And they're clinging their way out of there. We see uh, the basement with a bag there and like some old shelves and a desk, some random stuff. And Louise is there. She's like sweating and trembling. And she's looking through the this hole in the body bag. And she, you know, looking at the door so she can see that they've left. And she, you know, opens, sits up, gets out of there. She's, she's panting. She's nervous. And then she's like, whoa, whoa, coughing. It sounds like she's throwing up. 
which unsurprising given what she just experienced in many ways. Ugh. This wow. Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah, no kidding. She could also just be like heaving, yeah. like dry heaving. She's also still pregnant, so just, like that's yeah. She's pregnant people throw up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's this is a crazy situation. So that's she true. Is, yeah, she goes up to the door, she tries to open it, and she's like, oh, damn it, too much to hope, but it's locked. And it's like, it's too much to hope that he got careless a second time, huh? I can't believe he didn't check to make sure I'm really dead. <laughs> I don't know if he tried to kill her. What do you do, bang her over their head or something? Like, we see blood on her head. I guess, I don't know. Seems especially careless. Bang someone over the head and think that they're dead rather than a concussion, but okay. Uh, like, yeah, that's again, so careless, but whatever. He's like, then again, he's always been squeamish about blood and icky things. Husbands, am I right? Oh my god, which is obviously a reference to periods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually saw something. It was from Game of Thrones, and I guess I don't, I didn't really watch that show, but where like Jon Snow is uh, saying like, oh, you're not like the other maidens who would faint at the sight of blood and she's like what girl would faint at the sight of blood you know like we see this literally monthly we see blood monthly you know yeah <laughs> and but it's also funny because louise this is the second time she's made a joke in dire well it's really the first time because it's a flashback but on the island she also makes a joke about when she's in dire circumstances she just makes a joke about um uh tom cruise or whatever which is she's funny like she's in this like mm -hmm. desperate situation and she's cracking jokes to herself it reminds me like she is definitely like the always look on the bright side of life type you know what i mean yeah and we see also based on what she says next about about gil and she asks herself what would a true survive crime survivor do that woman in last week's episode baited her kidnapper with sex but i stand a higher chance being dumped into the sea and surviving she's like <laughs> But um, suddenly realizes she has her eyes wide and she's like, did that actually work? So, okay, she's thinking. And then she thinks to herself, Gil told that Patrick I'd be here on Thursday. So I just need to play dead and stay alive until then. And she sees my phone and she's like, oh, damn it, battery's dead. I can't take it with me. He'll notice it's gone for sure, but maybe. And then we, we don't know what happens next, but we get a hint later in the episode as to what she does. Did you, did you know what she was uh, going to do over here? I had no idea. I was supremely surprised. Um, man, I, like I like this whole episode though. She is so aware. Is what is all I've got to say. Like that woman put in some work. Like she's really smart. Like maybe not. You know, maybe she isn't like the type of smart that is like, oh, you know, I know the entire periodic table. But she is the type of smart, like the street smart. Like she's got her wits about her. Mm -hmm. like I can't say for sure that I'd be able to do any of the things that she's doing in that same situation you know right yeah she's cool <laughs> and now she's real shoes because what does she step on <laughs> a rat a rat and instead of like screeching her head off she just says guh and she's like but then she picks the rat up and she's like, dead rat. Rest in peace, little buddy. It's still warm. Oh my god. Would you guys ever pick up a rat like that? No, <laughs> oh, no. Not a dead one. Yeah. Nope. I actually have held rats. Like a, a friend of ours had like a pet rats and they were fine to hold. 
Yeah, like, those are fine, but like dirty street rats yeah, mm, yeah. that might be carrying diseases. Exactly. Ooh, not so much. No. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I feel like when it comes to, I feel like was hamsters are actually part of rodents because I heard they are. Mm. But I, I feel like for me, I would say like maybe rodent related, like hamsters and all. But where I think you understand, Mindy, if you go to New York City, it's always going <laughs> at. <laughs> Nope. Yeah, the rats are huge there. I saw so many of them in the subway and they were gigantic. But um, yeah, no, those rats, you don't know where they've been. At least like pet rats, you know, like the, like you could like usually people take them to like vets and stuff like that. They take good care of them. You don't know where street rats have been. Street rats can have all sorts of diseases. They carry plague. No, thank you. Uh-uh. <laughs> so yeah, so she picks up the rat and she's like, she thinks to herself, it's going to by Thursday. So now we know. Where that stink comes came from because Gil kicked her and he's like, Oh, you're starting to smell. So it was the rat. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yep. <laughs> so she takes the rat with her for stink protection. And then she thinks there must be food in here too. And she finds some cans. Now, here's the weird thing the cans are closed, except for one of them is open. And she eats it, even though it's open but okay whatever and the other that one has like a flip top the other one doesn't don't but whatever let's just assume they all have flip tops so, so i was like where's the cat opener <laughs> but whatever we'll just pretend they all have flip tops just like fingers crossed it hasn't gone bad it sounds like it's their basement then because like but those what do you think is that their basement yeah, I don't know. Like she said, that there's got to be food around here somewhere, which I know. Don't, maybe I don't know because I would not expect that of like most basements. But then again, like I don't know. That's a great question. She might just be saying like in general because it looks like it looks like there's some food storage shelves around. So maybe she just kind of figured that there has got to be food around there somewhere, just like based on like you know. You know, when, she, when she's saying growing up poor has its uses after all, if you look, those uh, storage shelves in the background look like maybe like it would have been used to like store food and stuff like that. So maybe she was just saying in general. I have no idea though. What do you think, Sakura? Is it their basement? I would say, um, yeah, probably because if they're like, um, as she mentioned that if there would be food there, then, you know, why not? But I also see there's a lot of furnitures down there too. And I also like, let me see. It's hard to hear. It's a lot. Getting cut off again. Sorry. Yeah, it's the. There. so I would say in a chair so yes. yeah I, th I think it is their basement because I think you know Gil killed her in their house I think he just dragged her downstairs I don't think they went anywhere else else her phone was there so when I woke the next time around Gil was alone and talking to my dead body quote, quote. he was convinced I was dead my plan was going to work and we see the flashback where he says had a lucky break from whoever the F's been tailing me for days or God knows how long I'd take to get our secret hide to get our secret hideout. Oh wait. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's a secret hideout. Because he said to get back to our secret hideout. Yeah, sorry. Never mind. It's a secret hideout. And she said, but I wasn't relieved. I was devastated. 
As soon as I heard his voice again, I wanted to jump out and tell him that I loved him like it always did in the past because this time it would be different. This time he would change. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Until I realized that after all the chances I've stupidly wasted over the years, the universe had given me another one. But wow, this is insane because she's literally sitting in a body bag because her husband tried to murder her and she still thinks maybe this time it'll be different. Whoa. That wow. was far Yeah. Yeah, it just it just goes to show like <clears throat> how like in your head these abusers get, you know, into your head and like they, you know, really screw up your way of thinking because you know normally you would never think oh yeah that's a reason of like that would never cross your mind but you know like it just goes to show like how long he's been abusing her yeah hey right yeah and it's like you know there's a lot of people out there who have this, this where, you know outsiders are like why are you with them they're abusing horrible people and then the spouse is like but they're not so bad all the time they bought me like a, an apple once and you know you wonder how but unfortunately it's something a lot of people deal with because it's very hard to, to break away from someone mm. I agree feel like Louis uh, like we see in her character, she could be a positive person. She wants to see the good in, in someone. But sometimes, like, in general, we always think, like, we want, even though we we tend to ignore red flags. Mm. You know, mm. like a red planet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, tell me about it. But then t- there tends, like, I know we want to get, sometimes, like, a lot of people will give a benefit of a doubt for someone but I think that she wants to she I feel like like you said that she mentioned that she wants to see the good in Gil but it's not the case because yeah. it's just change yeah really is irredeemable yeah but right. that beautiful symbolism where she little she sees Gil's kicking the the rhino sorry the triceratops the triceratops yeah. the hole and you know she says the universe is giving her another chance and she sees the the rhinoceros which she made for her kid so you know it seems like she's thinking of her kid is another chance to um have that life so now mm-hmm. we're back in the basement she takes the phone sorry is this this is gil, this is gil after, takes the phone right, after he's there um he takes the phone puts in his pocket so she was right she couldn't have taken the phone because he wouldn't know it was missing and she meanwhile is holding her stomach and she's thinking to herself, and it filled me with a kind of resolve I've never felt before, the resolve to leave. And she's, you know, stroking the triceratops and she has tears in her eyes because now she's finally realizing that's it. She has to leave the basement, leave Gil, <laughs> you know. Both mm-hmm. of them. I feel like this part is actually giving a clair- a clarity. I actually got now First time Gil has been treated very, you know, like I would say, I in the first episode, I think not even before. I, I don't hear half of half of what you're saying. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You hear me now? Sorry. So far, so far, I'll just say this, but we can see like how like Gil, like in the episode, it was pretty cold. Like she talking to him and he seems like his 
but he's just like, yes. like, not like, like he's, but I think the best way. Yeah, I could still only hear half, but I think you were talking about how he was cold all the way from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I I just think that like I mean from like the beginning, like we were like, you know, from you know from when we were first introduced to him, like we all had a bad feeling about him. And I feel like which is funny because he didn't actually do anything <laughs> for several episodes, but like I think yeah, he was trying like it was I think that Lily was trying to make it so that like it was obvious that like this man is us from like day one, you know. Very sure. Mm -hmm. Which doesn't correspond necessarily to real life because people's looks don't always correspond to their moral behavior, but yeah. <laughs> and you know, here she is, she's now back on the boat looking at the rhinoceros and thinking to herself, and today I learned, and she's reminded remembering Tora's hand. And she's clutching the the rhino and she, the sorry that triceratops. She's taking. She said that angels are real and some of them dress in black. Oh, it's Tora. <laughs> and is gigantic with giant tattoos all over his gigantic <clears throat> muscly arms. But <laughs> yeah. so she's you know learning to not judge people by their exterior. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so now we are back on the outside of the boat, and Tora and Poppy are outside, and the two cops have been there, and now the boat lady. But rental boat rental lady says, "Move aside, gents," and they're like, "Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am." And she looks there at them with her um, RBSF resting bitch face. She's like, "You too, yeah. <laughs> classic." And Papa said, "We had nothing to do with this, ma'am. Honest." <laughs> and Tora's like just giving a wry smile, and he's like, "Well, shit," <laughs> <laughs> because they're like convincing the lady that they're like, "Oh." photo shoot for a model and then they come back with like this half dead lady and she's like, I know right <laughs> so much for looking innocent <laughs> and um the what's it called the the lady thinks to herself I didn't pick up last night but that man is no ordinary street thug not gonna rub shoulders with this one and she thinks to herself showing her the ropes huh he's a wily one or a willy one looking all proud of his little protege and she doesn't even have a clue. <laughs> I guess she thinks that Poppy is mafiosa in training. Seriously, like they're going to look at Poppy and be like, oh, well, she's definitely a ma mafia type in training. Like, <laughs> this well, like 411, you know, five, five nothing on a good day. <laughs> like, you know. Like they always say. Oh. A bit <laughs> I guess. Well, she doesn't want to start up with him. And Tora is glancing inside at Louise and she sees Louise saying, shh. I'm not quite sure. What, what is she saying shh about? But Maybe that she's there? I don't know. Then she comes out right away. So I'm a little confused. I don't is know. she telling him to just not talk and let her talk? She's going to. Probably. Maybe. It's, yeah. So she comes out and she's like, better you than those F wits. Couldn't even look at a missing person to save her ass. Huh? What? Mm. I don't I don't know what she's saying there. Like I don't maybe she's telling I'm assuming the cops. I don't know. Maybe she Yeah. Maybe she thinks that she was like declared missing or something. Yeah, I, I guess. I'm a little confused also. Yeah, I don't know. And then she says she comes out to them, she's like, I'm over here. 
And those two saved my life. So you cops better leave them the hell alone. Ooh, feisty. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, okay, the fisher lady is like, okay, okay, I got it. And she's like, what is up with today? And, her, and the cop's like, ma'am, the statements. And she's like, no statements. We didn't see anyone else here. You boys can take full credit for the rescue. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I gotcha. Her. Maybe that's maybe that's that she's trying to give them something because if if reports that they got uh, if they got their statements or stuff like that, and it was official that they were the ones who rescued her, maybe like it would put them in danger, I'm assuming. Yeah. 100%. Right. And she's like, oh, those civilians yelling at me like I'm the bad guy here. <laughs> Poor lady. And she's like, I, I thought you were a copy says to the lady. I thought you were retired because the, the said cops association retired, whatever. Mm -hmm. She's like, fudge biscuits. And she's like, retired? When did I ever say that? That's my husband, not me. I was like, whoa. And the rescue medics are leading um, Louise into a boat. And she's like, I don't need a stretcher. Have you two survived a deserted island while pregnant? Classic. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> and she's like, take care. Poppy said, take care. Louise is like, you too. And they're waving all jovially. And oh. Poppy is being all angelic and cute. And um, the medic's like, what a set of lungs she has. Which I think is t Poppy, take who yelled at mm -hmm. And she's like, oh yeah, my aunt's a yellow too. My uncle never says a word. <laughs> so yeah, because Poppy talked, Tora said nothing. Sometimes angels come in oversized fishermen's clothes too. Aww. Aww. But then she thinks to herself, I'm sorry, Captain. I don't think the little one made it after all. She was holding her belly. I'll be okay though. Oh, well, I guess we'll find out, but I hope so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I know somebody in the Facebook group was saying that, you know, it might be for the best after all, because then there's nobody, there's nothing yeah. tying her to Gil and she can like make a full, like, you know, split with him from her life because it's kind of stupid. Like some of the laws, I don't know if Lily's basing the laws in this country, but like a lot of the laws surrounding stuff, like stuff like he would still have like parental rights even though if he's in jail for attempted murder like you know yeah i hear that that definitely is something i mean she sounds she seems to be at peace but you know obviously for many for many people it's a very sensitive and sad yeah. topic you know mm -hmm. so, well we'll see and poppy you know looks out she's all happy and all satisfied and content and she's like it was so satisfying i feel my heart so full now and she looks up and she's like, what's that, Tora? Tora has in his hand a little four gigabyte SD card. Dun, dun, dun. So now we know. Why did she get out of that phone there in the basement? She, I mean, I'm assuming that she had, you know, like the, you know, SD card in her phone and she just snuck it out real quick before he saw. But I'm assuming she knew something and was able to send in like, maybe she knew something about the notebook and that's why Gil was saying, Oh, you got us into this situation. Remember how like way, way, way back that even after the notebook went missing, somebody got caught from the notebook. Like it was obvious. Yeah. Like then I'm wondering if she is the one who turned that person in so and she had, and, and she has that notebook somehow, like either in pictures or, or something on, on her phone, or she has information about the notebook on her phone. 
That is very smart. Yeah. Because, because I mean, think about how, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, like what benefit would Gil and Shark have to leak it out? Money, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking that like, you know, with how smart she is and like, she's like, oh, you know, she's obviously seen, obviously seen a lot of true crime and stuff like that. I'm assuming she saw something like super shady that her husband was doing and then oh, was like, yeah, she was like, well, I'm going to need this later. Who knows why, you know, especially if she knew she was pregnant. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, we have like 30 seconds left. <laughs> so it's good timing. I know you have to go. So yeah, well, we got some good plot movement this episode, some answers. And I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to, you know, learning more next time. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sakura and Mim. Really appreciate it. Thanks Thank for you time. for having me. Thank All you. Right. Thanks. Good night. Great night. Good night. Good night. Okay. Thank you so much to my current patrons Susie, Lily, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Saucy Tuggles, Anne Rose, Alexa, Missy, Joanne, Esther, I'm Watching You People, Emily, Jean, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Dorinda, Christine, Sadie, Teresa, Miss Scott Donald, and Emma Cora. Your support is truly appreciated. <laughs>